Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs> Welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting brought to you by Blue Microphones. They look great. They sound even better. Oh, 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 do you know who it is? Slow down, Andy. Don't hurt yourself. Wow. Oh, you go to gonna, the blue Nick, Nick does the pig noise. I do the horse noise. Slow down, Andy. What does Chris do? What's his farm animal? We'll find out <laughs> later on the show. Stay tuned for that. He's going to debut it. He's going to debut his farm animal. Um, Later on in the program, we're gonna need some horses. Mm-hmm. Getting some snow accumulation. Oh, I know. A little bit. First, yeah, it'll be gone in the morning probably. Yeah, but for those, the first time in a while. Need those uh, Anheuser Clydesdales. Clydesdales. Those hunks of shit. <laughs> those horses are nothing. You don't like them? I'm huh? sick of them. Parading those around as if there's something special. How are you gonna take a horse and make it your uh, your trademarked item? I don't know. Yeah, man. Rubs me the wrong way. Well, Still bothers you after all these years, huh? I don't like it. I didn't know that upset you. It upsets me. I don't know why. It's a nice picture. Well, like first a, of all. A, a, a Clydesdale running through the snow. It's a beautiful image. I just don't like that. The beer company. I was oh, gonna, well. and, and that particular beer company. Yeah. Absolute swill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I got drunk on Bud Light was at Chris's house. So there you go. And he's correct. It was absolute yeah, swill, and I kept drinking it. But at the time, Andy said it was absolutely swell. <laughs> I got my vowels mixed up. <laughs> so, so they kept serving them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. Before we uh, move ahead, though, oh, I do have some slow down Andy news. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, what's the date today? It's the 16th This of is from today. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great headline, slow down Andy, taking it easy on the farm <laughs> oh, for oh, undetermined no. period. Oh, He's done. No. He's toast. we got to find a new animal that we're going to, because we still have $100 in our account when we, we bet on slow down Andy, was it FanDuel, I think, we lost. <laughs> And then they did the the, yeah, the thing to to get you hooked on you gambling. Know, they gave you the hundred dollars back in credit. I don't even think it'd be a safe bet to yeah. uh, to put the hundred on slow down Andy to show in twenty twenty four. Yeah, he's he's on the ropes here. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this. Yeah, slow down Andy, a three time stakes winner who was third in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile at Keeneland in November, mm-hmm. is in the midst of a farm vacation. <laughs> he's toast. That's I a, wonder what that's slang for. That's yeah. a that's a permanent vacation. It, it sounds is. like. Trainer Doug O'Neill said earlier this week that Slow Down Andy was 
turned out at the beginning of this month at Owner Breeders, Paul and Zilla Redham's Ocean Breeze, Breeze Ranch in Bonsal, California. Sounds nice. He's body sore, and we're going slow here, O'Neill said. Oh, he's a seemed, goner. It seemed we weren't getting him the way we wanted. We took the tack off and let him down. Wow. Oh, they're going to put him down, I yeah. have a feeling. He's done. Can we bet on Slow Down Andy being worm food in 2023? Yeah, you can bet on anything these days. So. Yeah, that's true. It's it's probably on DraftKings. It's probably a headline on the front page. <laughs> you can bet on anything, right? Pretty much. All right, I think well. farm vacation needs to come, become something like California baseball. <laughs> okay, we're going to figure out what exactly yeah, that we'll is. Yeah, we'll see what, no, what like, transpires over the show and what yeah. we, can, we can apply the term it's, farm vacation. I mean, it sounds to me like buying the farm. Yeah, it does. It's basically, I'm, is, I'm a, it's a, it's a, you're taking a dirt nap yeah. and you're on a farm vacation. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. Well, one thing that you can always bet on. As that man over there is ready to dance for you. Oh, I can't wait. Ah, uh, yes. Look at him go, polka dancing his way across the podcast studio in his red and white Zubaz pants. Nick Nick Polak has entered the program. I almost hurt myself. I tried to do that. The Chris's trademark dance move that I saw in a video recently. Oh, from his uh, Mean Reds yeah, my performance. Knee, my knee, would, oh, yeah. my knee would not survive. No, such a dance no. move. Your your and and your nervous system would <laughs> have to have a glitch in it. I'll be taking a, a farm vacation if I attempt that. Well, I'm glad you didn't attempt it because we got business to take care of. That man to your left is ready to go. You want him? We got him. Succumb to my power, my age, and my weight. Well, well, well. All of which are considerable. Put your hands together for the breakout star of the podcast medium. Christelle's in the house. Speaking of weight. Oh, look at that. It's Uh-oh. it's February. This and Nick's got treats for us. We're a couple days off of Valentine's Day. I'm wondering if this is a Valentine's Day. Uh, it is. Left, not, I don't want to say leftover in a demeaning and, way towards this tree. And, and it was refrigerated immediately. That's okay. In anticipation. I'll eat it if it's moldy. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's, I'm, uh, I'm almost 40. I don't care. So what we have here... Oh, I should show it if uh, it's well, a, uh, show it, and there's some theme music that you well, that's true. I shouldn't say what it is just yet. Yeah, yeah, we got to find out if anybody out there wants to. Who wants to eat dainties? Who wants to eat baked treats with me? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of that sound clip. Just saw today that uh, record store day this year, April twenty second. Yeah, I don't think you guys saw this yet. At least not that I'm aware of. Something Asylum coming out. This is coming out. Who wants to eat dainties? Oh, I saw the, that. The so. Eric Carr uh, solo, solo kind of. I, I don't know if it's the anthology, mm. if that's what it's called. But uh, essentially, it looks like an Eric Carr Kiss solo album. Is it coming out through Kiss? No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't look like it. No, okay. it, it doesn't have the logo on it or anything. The, the record looks pretty cool. It's got like a his makeup in the middle and then like a paint splatter kind of design. You gonna go get it? I think I have to, right? I don't know. That's pretty cool. 
I don't know what would get me to get to wait in that line and it's be disappointed by some jackass who <laughs> buys everything and then just puts <laughs> it on eBay. The people right who come out with a box. Yeah, that's horseshit. People should boo when I they know come they out. should. No. Their, their, their punishment is being the loser they are. <laughs> that they yeah. feel all proud of themselves for having done that. Well, that that's their punishment. That's a lot of cash, man. It is, but they're going to make it back and then some because they're going to sell everything. That's a business for those nerds. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, and while they're doing that, their significant other is out biting someone else's chunk (laughs) while they're listing shit on eBay. Yeah. Or in this case, they're biting a a chunk of uh, Neiman Marcus strawberry white chocolate bars. (sighs) That's what we got here. Strawberry white chocolate bar. So it's like... uh, It's, It's like strawberry cake mix. With a bunch of butter mixed into it, so it's like in the vein of a brownie without any chocolate. Maybe the texture. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little fudgy. Mm. Hey, Valentine's Day just passed. A little fudgy. Time to get fudgy. Yeah, that's right. If you're gonna get fudgy one day of the year, that's the day. So that's exciting. Thank you, Nick. Sounds for like the, the treat. title of a Marvin C's song. <laughs> Let's get fudgy. Let's get fudgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We should uh, go back and visit old business before we move forward. We discovered more Martin C's stuff. Yes, we uh, Martin, did. I just said Martin again. Marvin C's. Hey, whatever. I can't remember well, his name. Show <laughs> some well, respect. He, he's need, dead anyway. All we need to know is... His, as show some respect. I've got none. All we need to know is he's the lesser-known cousin of rock and roll pioneer Chuck C's. <laughs> exactly. I hope someone, helps. I hope someone I get, gets that. Yes. I get it, and that will help me remember. Okay. But anyway, um, if you only listened to last week's episode, you might think that I... Uh, I have some only negative thoughts about the man, but we discovered some live video that kind of turned me. So (laughs) from last week to this week, um, maybe not quite a full 180, but I have some new respect (laughs) for... (laughs) Certainly as a a live performer. For those keeping track, keeping score, the following is how you earn Andy's respect when, (laughs) when you don't have any yet. Exactly. Go ahead, Nick. Tell us how. <laughs> well, you ever been to Texas Roadhouse? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Has it ever been week. your birthday? Uh-huh, hmm There was actually someone, they sang happy birthday when we were just there last Saturday as a family. There you go. Yep. So they so they wheel out a saddle. <laughs> you sit on the saddle. Oh, they didn't go this far when They I give was you there. a hat. Okay. And I think you just, everybody yells yeehaw for mm-hmm. your birthday. That's, that's nice. It is. It's mm-hmm. fun. I've never done it, but... Maybe one day. So Marvin C's had a similar uh, gimmick, except for, uh, I'll call it a prosthetic. <laughs> What's Sim- the song called Sim- that they were performing when this saddle came out? That's a Sit good- down on it, right? Yep. Okay. So he was saying, sit down on it. Was it ride my pony or just my there, pony? There was something. I think it's ride my There yeah. was a lot of pony talk. So the chorus was sit down on it, ride my pony. Comes out with a saddle. And then but before he comes out with the saddle, he says, I got a big pony. <laughs> and then the saddle comes out. And the Yeah, and then there's. With a prosthetic sticking 90 degrees straight up. <laughs> yep. Toward the ceiling. And everybody's loving it in the audience. Oh, yeah. It's on par with that R. Kelly clip where the whole. The whole room is in a just a sexual frenzy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he so turned the, me with that behavior. He, is what we've uh, learned. He apparently had a very interesting uh, stage show, 
and the crowd must have known what they were in for, I'm assuming. It doesn't seem like an artist where you, you go to the show. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> I'm gonna see. The crowd seemed like we are here to see this, this done by this man. I can't remember the exact quote, but one of the quotes on the comments, the YouTube comments for that video I sent to you guys where someone said uh, he always seemed like the type of man who could talk me out of my drawers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or old man. I think they said the type of old man who could talk me out of my drawers. So there you go. That's what the people attending the concert had in their yeah, they, mind. Yeah, pretty yeah. much uh, when you go to a Kiss concert, you expect Paul Stanley to come flying over the audience during Love Gun. It's the same thing. He's going to talk you out of your drawers. <laughs> he's going to talk you out of your drawers, you know, and you're gonna, the, he's going to bring out the big pony and, you know. And there, That's of course, it. are Marvin C's diehards that only go to the cruise mm-hmm. just to hear the deep cuts, the non the non saddle shows. Exactly, they're, they're, they're there to hear Ghetto Man <laughs> at some point, which rarely comes out in the live set. It's especially uh, a corporate event. You're not going to get Ghetto Man. I didn't hear that one. <laughs> Right. But Am I because, missing much? Well, you're a casual yeah. fan at this point. <laughs> yeah. You haven't. You're not a. You're not a true a, a connoisseur of Marvin C's. I haven't ridden. That. I haven't ridden the C's saddle you have, yet. You, have, you haven't been on the high C's uh, exactly. cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Ghetto Man is is in the sail away set, <laughs> uh, not the full theater show that you get when the big pony comes out. Yeah. Well, so so Andy's a fan now. Yeah, I was turned. See, See how that happens. See that, you know, I get the initial reaction is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what you get on this show. It's not rehearsed. It's not planned out. Uh, and then after that, you carry on with your life, and you want if you want to explore further, you do. And in this case, you gain a new appreciation for it. Yeah, and sometimes the your introductory song to an artist might not be the one that hooks you right and then you know something else does and then maybe you'll grow to appreciate the one that you were originally that happens to to me all the time yeah happened to me on this program yeah so happened to andy on this program last week (laughs) it may happen tonight it may uh maybe because it's andy's turn it is my turn andy's oh. had some great february picks i just wanted to point that thank out thank you i think last I, year was the best one well, prince is hot with you well except for that one <laughs> but the starbucks song the first oh, year that's right the, the moonlight feels right i still listen to that song that was the first pretty one. regularly so is this our fourth time doing this third i third think Maybe, but I, didn't I do uh, well? What Lou Fresh by Cool in the Gang, or was that for the September? That I one. did that one. You did? Yeah. Horse shit, you did. <laughs> did we do it twice? <laughs> Maybe we did it twice. You guys got to call each other. Uh, okay. Well, what Lou Rawl songs have we had? We had Early Morning Love. Yeah. Oh no, you did. You did Fresh. I did Barry White that year. Yeah. So this is the fourth. So this is the fourth because we had Early yeah. Morning Love, See You When I Get There, and, and All Time Lover. All Time Lover yeah. last year. And then yeah. next week. Oh yeah, next week we'll, we'll find out. And actually, and episode five hundred. Wow, that big ch- big time stuff. That choice is the it's still in the air because I was told I'm selecting the Lou Rawls song next week. Yes, who um, told you that? You did. I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. um, and I think I have the album, but what song it is is going to kind of depend on Andy's. If it's similar to a certain theme. Ooh. Then I might have to go a different direction, mix it up a bit. 
Okay. All right. So I've got well, a couple got in mind. Choices, got options. Well, it's all good, as they say. As Nick's baseball hat that he can't find is to say, all good. I'll find that thing. <laughs> all right. But well. Andy's got something this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was debating. I, this, I think this happens to all of us when we get our theme months, especially. Yeah, you guys sometimes have said that you've locked it in almost a year in advance and not wavered on that. But mm-hmm. this one I had, I want to say three, maybe four, that were all contenders. But had different elements that were appropriate for this month's theme, if that makes sense. Well, I think, yeah, it, yeah. it should have those elements. Yeah, but but, but you know, they could be. Uh, it could be a, love is involved in all of them in some capacity, but it could be a, a breakup song, it could be a romance song, it could, you know, whatever it is. Right. And I, I th- this is the one I went with this week, okay, or this year. So I'm excited. To bring it to you, and I actually brought it brought a copy it. of it that I will reveal as I, I uh, tell you what it is. An so, Aldi bag. Well, that's just so I could cover it up. I didn't get it at Aldi. I wish they had records at Aldi. That'd be cool. How great would that be? <laughs> Maybe one. I mean, day. that's like you know, like what, like the seventies, eighties. You could go to pretty much any store, and possibly walk out with a vinyl on the uh, the Peanut Delight label. <laughs> 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 I think we need to pitch this to Aldi. Yeah, what, what would be the name of the Aldi record label? That's uh, something else we could ponder. Yeah. yeah. Farm Vacation <laughs> Records. That works. All right. So I know for sure Nick's familiar with the song. I'm guessing Chris is, but we've not, I don't think we've ever discussed the song in detail. But when you see what it is and I tell you what it is, you'll say, okay, we've definitely talked about the song in some capacity in the past. So I'm glad to bring it to the show today. Let's turn the microphone over to Chris Jericho. All right, Harold. This one's called... Girl Watcher. Ah. Off of... Girl Watcher. (laughs) By the band... The Occasions. Ow! This uh, definitely an Andy jam from years ago. An Andy jam, if there's ever been one. 1968. And I can't wait... I don't recall ever talking well, about this one I, I don't think i've ever heard of you'll this. recall a certain part of it yes and i can't sure. wait for andy to post the gif that he <laughs> hasn't sent us in a while yeah i've been sitting on it because i didn't want to uh blow you know show my hand i guess yeah you'd say. no this is great yeah but i've sent it many times a clip from what we're going to watch in a I'm, moment because there's there's a video even though it's 1968 so that's part of the reason it's, I it's wanted to pick it, the, even though no one at home is watching. But it'll you can watch it yourself. It's available on YouTube, of course, and it's, uh, it's you'll the, see what we're talking about. It's the video where the GIF was yes, taken yes. from. Okay, yep. I'm excited. Some good copy on the back there, huh, Chris? Oh yeah, this is the old school. Um, where there's like a record company with, yeah, or radio several station. Several paragraphs long, right up. By yeah. Some guy from radio station WLEE. Anything good there? Um, well, the, the closing paragraph we'll just go with. Girl watching is man's favorite sport. <laughs> so fellows and you gals too. Blow the dust off your needle. Hmm. Turn up the volume. 
and get set for a big high on your ears from the occasions. <laughs> a big high on high your ears. High on your ears in quotes, by the way. I love okay. it. So, some great other song titles on here. Can I read a few? Yes, please. Uh, you, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to... Well, maybe I won't read them all because they're not all that great, but leads off with Little Miss Flirt. Mm. Ooh. This one's intriguing. Sunday will never be the same. <laughs> I thought the song was called <laughs> This One's Intriguing. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, be That's good not one. a bad song no. name. Uh, love Machine, My Baby's Love, Girls, Girl Watcher. And then uh, the three good ones on the side, too, are How Are You Fixed for Love, <laughs> The Soul Clap. Oh, wow. And What's that? Deal me in. Oh, Ooh, deal I, me in is I the like B that. side of is Girl it? Watcher. Yeah, and a, and a great cover, of course. Uh, <clears throat> just some guy's face with the reflective uh, three bikini-clad asses and his the lens yeah. of his sunglasses. <laughs> the cover's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess I'm gonna have to, when I see. Uh, what you guys were talking about in the video, if it rings a bell, oh, it, I, I don't rem- it will. recall any uh, discussion of this song or, or artist. So I'm assuming I don't, it doesn't say the band member names. Oh, it does right on the back. Does it? Yeah, the first paragraph. It oh, says first each paragraph. guy, which is very confusing because it's like Donnie Weaver's the singer, but it says Donnie Weaver plays bass and sings, and then the next name is someone who plays bass. So I don't know if it's like. It's got their ages. In yeah, their ages, <laughs> they're, all, they're all young fellas at the time. Um, like so I, between what, like nineteen and twenty-two or something, yeah. right? So, I'm, I'm, I was assuming this was a band member, but mm-hmm. I don't think so. There's a, let's see, three songs are written by. Uh, it says in parentheses. T. Dorsey. I'm like, that's not Tommy Dorsey of the Dorsey Brothers, like the you know the trombonist from the big mm. band era. And I'm thinking, no, it's probably like Tony Dorsey, the, the singer or something. I don't see anybody on here with that name. Could it be huh. that? You're gonna have to. In my wild imagination, Tommy Dorsey was writing songs for the occasions. In this well, it's stuff? possible they're covers. I don't know. But that's strange to have three written by the same yeah, individual. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because, I mean, from my understanding of what they had going on as a band, they put this, they put up Girl Watcher and uh, Deal Me In as a single on a small regional label, and it became a big hit. So then they got the chance to put out this album, and I think that's the end of the band. That's, you know. One and done. And I think they were just like a, a local band that you could hire to play, you know, your your big party in the are they area. Sti- are they still around in any capacity? So, so I looked, and as recently as 2021, there's a version of the band with the guitar player and one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. And I actually was bringing this up. It's funny you asked. And I'm going to show this. This is a screenshot I took. Um, so this is them. That's not the same singer, but here we go. Can you? Are you guys able to read what that says? says uh there's a comment on this video I, from 21 21- i can't really see it that, okay i'll read it to you it's a long. comment from 2021 it says i am donnie weaver the original singer and organist who recorded my solid gold hit girl watcher in 1968 <laughs> that's how he introduces himself i love it i came up with the name the occasions 
the six original members were Donnie and you know, we got all the dudes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Deal Me In was on the flip side. No girls. So yeah, that must some, be a reference to the background singers. Yeah, there's some women on stage, uh, background singers. So he's not in no, the then band he says, anymore. Clearly but, not. But he went, in there, he went on YouTube to clear the air a little uh-huh. bit. I love it. Yeah, and then uh, Wayne is the guitar player. It says Wayne, and he was the one who was still in the band here in 2021. Wayne pre-records the music on a sequencer, and they are pantomiming to it. They don't have my permission to use the name. Wow. What a ripoff. So... I'm surprised they didn't delete that comment. Well, Chris, surprised there's not a diss track. That same year, out. Wayne passed. Oh, so no. this is 2021. Wayne is no longer with us. So he got called out. He probably got a heart, had a heart attack when he read that comment. Yeah. So they took a farm vacation right at that point, huh? Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So it's sad to see, uh, you know, guys who did something so great together fall apart. Yeah, but. You know what we have here dirty right? business let's take it back to to better days how about oh that? yeah so this is going back to 1968 i don't know the context of why they made this video what it was for what oh so it, it's not just like because uh, i always assume just on the brief clip that you sent that it was like a ed sullivan it's like, just something it's, like that it's them show it's them just uh miming to the studio recording hmm like a like a performance video of the time right there is one that we might have to investigate for a minute that i've watched from some canadian show that's like a live performance uh-huh. from, it's there's some amazing dancing in it <laughs> from, from from the 60s the band or the, yeah, from the or, band. or the or the people they have girls no go, from, go yeah, dance. It's, yeah. it's excellent dancing wow. from the band so. okay um I think we have to get into this chris you're not familiar with it based on the title huh no not at all do you know what when Nick said, oh, there's that thing that Andy sent us. Do you know what I, he's referring I to? It's have, escaping no, it's you? it's not coming to me at all. Okay. Well, I'm very excited to share this today. Um, I think we just need to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be ready to watch Girl Watcher by The Occasions. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. 
Excellent. Nick's uh, waving. I don't know if Nick was waving his hand or if he was doing the ride symbol. I was. I was trying air to drumming. trying to air drum the my, the uh, ride ride symbol because it's it's certainly the uh, the pace keeper here. Mm-hmm. It, the the strut strut along element. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so far, just you you know what you're getting yeah. from this song right away. You've got a. It's a bit of a. It's it's not the Motown sound. Yeah. But it's got the Motown kind of musically. It's got like a Motown vibe going on. Mm-hmm. This trumpet player is one of my personal heroes. Based on he, this video, he alone. was kind of he was getting a little bit uh, frisky. He knew it was his time to shine, and he did. <laughs> he wasn't shy about it. Yeah. There's so there's a two man horn section here: sax player and a trumpet player. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's keep it going. I'm a girl watcher. Oh, okay. Got I'm it. a girl watcher. Watching girls go by. Best faces ever. Donnie <laughs> Weaver. The greatest. Yes. And um I okay, this is gonna be one of those it's you've got like a few singers mm-hmm. that I'm sure come to mind when I say what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. When I heard this song years ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, this is this is a black group. Always, this, this is a black singer, mm-hmm. a Rick Astley situation, if you will. Yep, this, he's no, the original. Rick he, lo- he looks like Steve Martin. Yeah, he's got like reddish auburn hair. The tightest pants I've ever seen. Yeah, that's by the quite way. a moose knuckle. <laughs> rocking there. You know, he did say he he was known for uh, being the vocalist and for the organ. That might be what he was talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> he doesn't play uh, anything with his yeah. hands. They're like, we could put a stand. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm going to hold the microphone and make sure that the cable is, is taught just a little bit to the side. Yep. <laughs> His Bologna has a first name. It's L-A-R-G-E, as Tommy Lee would say. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, those are some painted-on tan trousers he's got going on there. Yeah. My, my, my. I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. Here comes one now. Mm, mm, mm. There it there is. It is. <laughs> That's the clip. That, mm, mm, mm. It's now, a clip I've sent many times to Nick and Chris. I I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm. This is this is great. Yeah, it like, is. Like I mean, it's the, the lyrics. The lyrics, the here comes one now, and then there's like a little walk in music, you yep. know, like okay, here it, it's it conveys it's, exactly what it what it should, and it's it's a delight so far. Yeah, the mm mm mm. Yep. I mean, come on, music sonically, visually, it's, it's all a delight. It's a groovy, groovy track. Yep, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, and it you know it, it, nowadays. This kind of subject matter might be, you know, deemed lurid or whatever, just sort of like mm. voyeuristic. Uh, but you know, it, to me, it, it's like what Nick says just c- conveys a like a summer day, walking around, seeing beautiful women around, and uh, 
finding enjoyment. I mean, let's face happiness it. Happiness in that. Is yeah. there something wrong with that? I don't think let's so. Let's face it. We're three married men. Mm-hmm. At some point, we saw a girl yeah. and thought, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, it worked and, for all of us. And married them. Yep. So. There you go. And, yeah. and really, uh, if somebody, I, I get, I agree with what Chris is saying. I just think it's unfortunate that this day and age, if someone might hear this and think, "Oh wow, this this guy's like a criminal. He's got he's got, ah, he's, yeah. got he's got ill intent." But that's that's a reflection saying, of society having gone into the toilet since 1960. Yeah, right. That's I mean, not that's not the occasions fault. Let's not let's not put all of our problems on the backs of the occasions. Here. No, but what what, what I, I think what you do if you were to transport them to the modern day, you'd have a, a litany of people finding fault with this subject matter and, you know, and fuck those people. And that's that's just yeah, that that's got nothing to do with the song or the presentation no, it of doesn't. the of it's, the idea. It's, it's what I talk about all the time: just people looking for a reason to get upset about something. <laughs> and uh, this would be this would be one that would come under some scrutiny uh, unnecessarily. I was just a boy when I threw away my toys. I found a new pastime. Well, on. <laughs> he's almost in pain as he's singing this. Hey man, if you're soul if you're soul singing like that, yeah. the pained expression well, is is, I, is it goes with the wardrobe basically. Yeah. I mean he's he's wearing it. I think he, he might have uh, pinched a testicle in those <laughs> pants too. Like your theory of that clip of me I sent out yeah. earlier he's doing a a, a a ball adjustment hands free just trying to you know <laughs> arrange things in those tight pants and uh, he's pinched something down there so elvis and donnie weaver don't show them from the waist down exactly unless you want to stir up a lot of emotions in people either either that or you want to see him rearranging things (laughs) not exactly what you want yeah on your variety show maybe it or well maybe that's what the audience wants certain uh members of a certain gender they might want to see that yeah they may Whenever I detect members of the other sex, I play the game I do so well. Oh. I love how I. So, for songwriting, yeah. not that I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. I enjoy thinking about it, though, yeah. and listening to stuff and trying to analyze it on this program. <laughs> um, emphasis on syllables is very important. Mm hmm. And it's unusual, but I love members. Like yeah. I, I love the emphasis on the second syllable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unusual, and mm-hmm. it, it got my attention. What's the lyric? I detect birds of, an, of no, the other sex. No, he said whenever I detect members of the other sex. Oh, okay. so that's that's so, when right. he did it. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. I thought okay. I play yeah. the game I do so well on. <laughs> uh this guy's great. So th- it's too bad this was their one and done, but I've only heard one song off of this album, so yeah. I've got something to so you're curious. Into. Yeah. But he's saying whenever I detect a member <laughs> of the, members of the opposites of the other sex. Yep. That's a constant thing. So this guy's always switched on, I get the impression, which uh, is reinforced by the fact that his dick is on full display <laughs> in these pants in this video. Well, I mean, he told us that was his new pastime to dwell on, so he's just 
you know, he's getting up in the morning, taking a shower, and he's going out girl watching. That's it. He threw hey, his what, toys away. Hey, he's what, done. What a nice, uh, what what an enviable existence. He's not going to work. Mm-mm. He's going to <laughs> do some girl watching. He's going to the big city to a public park, and he's going to go girl watching. Yeah, that's it. I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. Watching girls go by. How great is that? <laughs> now, like, if if it was modern times, they would have gone back and cut away because he kind of looked, he was awkwardly holding the shot on him too long. But I love stuff like that. Yeah. It's great. It's the flaws in things like this make it better than something that's overly edited, overly edited and overly Over, uh, produced yes, or whatever. Exactly. Artificially uh, uh, altered or whatever. Yeah. It's just great. And there's a, there's a, I'm trying to think of other songs that are basically about this. Mm-hmm. I can think of one, and it's, um, I, I know the Dean Martin one. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's great. Um, it's, I just looked it up. It's from 1956 called Standing on the Corner, mm-hmm. watching all the girls go by. And uh, apparently it's from some Broadway musical called The Most Happy Fella. Hmm. And that's that's so that's a companion. Piece. So it's a companion. Yeah. If anybody out there is enjoying the subject matter and they want to get a little further, it's it's basically the exact same subject mm-hmm. being con- It's it's the same thing that that's being sung about, yeah. just in a little bit different fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did he say there? Oh, I was gonna comment just on the the horn guys coming up here, but. There you go. I'm a big fan of the synchronized dancing by the horn players where they yeah. dip their horns you, down between you, you passages. You, when's the last time you saw a horn section that didn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, look, this month, soul music, whatever yeah. you want to call it, pop, soul, mm-hmm. um, funk at times, um, that's that's something that goes hand in hand with it, with the mm-hmm. stage show. You got to have some chore- choreography when, yeah. with the horn section. Mm-hmm. Possibly even, was it the Shadows used to do that? Um, different style of music. Wasn't it the Shadows who would do, uh, they'd have all the guitar players and they would, it, it, oh. it wasn't very intricate, but they would but go back and forth. All at the a, same time. Yeah, they would make sure they're, they were facing a certain way at the same time and then turning at the same time. Yeah, something to watch. Well, and I, yeah. think, I think that was rooted in james brown's yeah. band's presentation i think he was i can't think of anybody who who did that before him so hmm. <laughs> and sort of of the time yeah um the I guess we'll call that not really a solo, but the uh, the sort of lead mm-hmm. uh, harmony melody thing going on there with the horn section. Yeah, um, the way that they're I guess it's I guess staccato is the correct word. The way that they're playing very staccato, very reminiscent of Herb Alpert. Yeah, Herb Alpert, mm-hmm. the Tijuana Brass. That's a good call. Which they would have been enormous at this point. Yeah, sure. that's, that would be their heyday, right? Yeah, I think so. Late 60s. Yeah. Or mid or late 60s. 
Okay, yeah. So what was that line? Something female. Did he, did he say hello, but it was like an ow? Well, I don't know. Or did he just say ow there, female? Something there, female. Something female. My, my, you do look swell. Could you please, please walk. walk a little slower? <laughs> uh, he doesn't the, want her to be gone so soon. It's the internal monologue yeah. being coming out in, in song lyrics. Yeah, like if you're a bird watcher, you're probably a little bit saddened when the bird flies away. You're, you want the yellow belly sap sucker to stay on the twig for exactly. a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing here. Uh, pretty much, yes. <laughs> He's got his Autobahn Society book. But yeah, that's an important distinction. It's, it's a line like that is best kept as internal dialogue. When when you when you say it outright, that's when you you're asking for a slap. See, and that's that's what would be done. That's the difference between then and now. Mm-hmm. Now it would be the first thing that you say. Okay. It, it, and, it, and it would only get worse from there. Mm. Okay. But back then, would he? I'm talking about like in popular entertainment. That's they would go straight there, and then get, and then it would, and it would go down the toilet from there. there. Sure, sure. Well, nowadays the guy would just film the woman's ass on his uh, cell phone and put it up on on uh, TikTok or something. (laughs) He wouldn't even say anything to her. He'd just creepily film her and put her out on the internet without her knowledge. I wonder if you know about you putting on a show. Could you please walk a little closer? I have a feeling she does know. I think she knows. Just, just saying. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think the ladies know when they're putting on a show. I, I mean, I know when I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume they do too. When Andy goes into his closet, yeah, he know he knows See, now, how much attention he wants to have. Exactly. Within the past week, I took a little flack from my wife about the show, specifically that we hardly ever have any kind of female perspective on here. This mm-hmm. would be a good topic to bring up if we ever. Uh, have a female guest not not even necessarily talking about a female artist but if we were ever to have a female guest mm-hmm. you know that 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 uh um you know notion of when you look good and you know it are you consciously putting on a show or, or are you not wanting the attention yeah and i think it's the former but mm-hmm. that it's well, just me saying it. It would be nice to get a, a female perspective on that. But uh, I think the big, uh, one of the big misconceptions is when a, a woman gets dressed up and to the nines is, and is really stepping out and looking good that she's necessarily trying to uh, do that for the men. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes, if not all the time, it's trying to impress or outdo the fellow females i learned that well maybe i had that thought in my mind before but when we worked at playboy and we had parties i realized oh all these women who come to this party they're all here for each other exactly like like, and and then 
you know, everyone who worked there was, it was like two parties happening at the same time. It was all these girls who were in this same club together, all having their party where they're dressed up for each other and having fun together. <laughs> it was our work party. Yeah. Because at first you're like, why are they here with, it doesn't like match with an office, a corporate culture sort of, you know, it's a corporate headquarters. What is this party? It's like, oh, that's like their own thing. Well, it's not like any other corporate No, but but you understand what I mean. It wasn't like uh, the people who were working there didn't match the people who came in for the party. Right, because people outside of that particular office environment think thought, had a different con- conception of what they thought it would be like in there. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was a little more normal than most people ex- expect, although some, you know, weird shit went sure. on in there. But, but yeah. I just I thought that was interesting to well, learn that. Yeah, like, oh, that's cool. And like they're because people, you know, maybe that goes into the conversation of, oh, uh, these women are being objectified. Not my place to say whether they are or aren't, but just being there, it's like, oh, this is like all for them. Like together, that's their thing. That's like nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah, they're not. You know, they they don't necessarily even want the attention of a single male yeah, when they're yeah. dressed up like that. I mean, yeah. I think that same dynamic is in place at most nightclubs. Not that mm. I've been to a nightclub, per se, in a long time, but you know, uh, male attention is pretty far down on their list well, of things that they're looking for when they're, you know, showing themselves off and feeling good about themselves. And especially the types of dudes who go to nightclubs and try to interact with women like that, because that's another thing. Like we'd walk. So here's, we'd have these parties once a year, twice a year at the headquarters. And then the party would continue at the hotel, the W that was across the street. Right. So we'd go over to the W like, did you ever go to the, a couple well, times. Yeah. And like Arturo and, you know, people we've mentioned on the show, we'd go over there and get some food or whatever in the bar upstairs. But then that's where all the lurker dudes were who knew that there was a party that they weren't invited to across the street. And that was weird because I remember one time being there and overhearing a guy going, hey, baby, what kind of drugs you like? I'm like, oh, okay, this wow. is what it's like when you walk to a, you know, yeah, trying to exa- get the attention. That's, right. That's exactly what they don't want <laughs> exactly. when they put on yeah. a, a you know, a nice outfit. That's kind of like um, you hear about cat calls. Yeah. Seemingly somewhat innocent, but it's got to be really annoying sure. after a while. Like It I, is, it's, Nick. It's, well, the, 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 the proverb- <laughs> Thank you for shining light on my well, plight. The proverbial construction <laughs> site. You know, yes. cat calling. Like again, if this if this is not somebody's internal dialogue, and it's like, hey, baby, you know you're putting on a show right now. Yeah. You know, no, no, no woman wants to have that yelled at her in the middle of the day. Yeah, know, well, when she's just going from one from A to B, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's way unless you're a female or a guy who um, conducts himself in that behavior mm-hmm. or in that in that manner. Yeah. You don't realize how commonplace that is. Yeah. That, like, I was at, this is years ago, River Oaks Mall. Mm-hmm. God. Back when you can go there <laughs> without without violence erupting. Yeah. And with and when they had more stores. Um, yeah. I went there with my future wife and one of her friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking with these two girls, 
And oh these two guys walk past us. And uh-huh. I just hear, hey, beautiful. Like, what's up? Yeah. And so I kind of, I turned around, you know, I was like, nothing. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just trying to get a, you know, yeah. try to make the guy feel like an idiot kind right, of. Right, right. And, and at, but it was at that moment where I'm like, so they don't even like, so when guys do that, they don't even stop and try to really interact. Oh, it's just, it's just, you just want to spit something out and hey, keep walking. Hey, baby. Like, that's it. Like, what is, what, 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 what yeah. good is that for either party? You're, you're creeping out the girl. Right. But you have no it's chance. Like, do you, do you, <laughs> and you're not even trying to. Right. And do you actually expect some kind of result from that? Exactly. And then, you know, it's just it's such a waste of energy on the guy's part. But then again, they're not putting any energy or imagination into it. It's that whole, the whole pickup line ruse is just, you know, something for the movies or urban legend, you know? It's yeah. just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. There's not too much more oh. to go. It's a short song. Too bad. Yeah. I'm a girl watcher. <laughs> I'm a girl watcher. Nick's laughing at the trumpet player putting his hand on his brow, shielding the sunlight <laughs> from his eyes so he can get a better view of what's going on. And yeah. and and looking for he just he's he's checking out an entire landscape with that. <laughs> Watching girls go by. My, my. I mean, me and the trumpet player have the same facial hair. I just noticed. So he really yeah, is a, kin- a personal a hero. kindred spirit. Yeah. <laughs> what, let's. I'm gonna look up his name while you hit play. I guess. I'm a go watcher. I'm a go watcher. Here comes one now. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so. Okay, Ron Turner is his name. Oh, Ron Turner, my man. But uh, <laughs> looks uncomfortable. It's it it only adds to it the look of discomfort. But in the in, dancing or in the performance? In, of, well, the singer uh, in sing, particular, yeah, Donnie. And Donnie, well, it, it, that's how he's feeling. But his his he's bothered by his uh, his passion. I don't know. Well, he no, wants to talk also, to the woman. His three also, dimensional groin in those pants. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. He's putting on the show. Well, yes. yeah, but I mean, it's also like you know these these up and coming bands, one hit wonders, doing this sort of video shoot. It's awkward for them, sure. And, like lip syncing along to it. It's, but I, it's kind I, of an awkward situation. Of course, I, I guess yeah, physically maybe, but performance wise, musically, yeah, it, it's smooth. Drummer's great. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a really cohesive thing that mm-hmm. that's coming together here. Great vocals, great backing vocals. It's a hot band. It is a hot band. Yeah, yeah, but again, it's it's like you know, the, they sound great and they rose to it in the studio. But when it comes to visual presentation, especially in something like this where they're on camera miming to the recorded track it's a, it's an awkward thing to to yeah. really yeah. get down you know and 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 again 1968 this wasn't a common thing no you know that we that we know know of today but you know it's just an awkward situation visually for them sure but I'm also sure the other video <laughs> from Canadian TV that Andy's got in mind is probably paints them in a better light 
Yeah. But, you know, that's something I mentioned earlier. For whatever reason, I find more charm in it because I think about what you just said. Like, it's it's interesting to see people, I don't want to say in an awkward position, but just something that's imperfect. Well, I, yeah. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the he's not Elvis Presley, who's like this otherworldly guy from another planet, mm-hmm. you know, these these massive stars um of the day and earlier but Mm -hmm. you know they 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 put out an album they were on tv they had some a modicum of success and yeah so solid gold hit puts them ahead of uh, uh, millions of other garage bands out there who got their start after seeing the beatles and ed sullivan yeah right well, and, and speaking of that, in 68, you had all the psychedelic stuff coming out, mm-hmm. which, which... Yeah, there's a shift happening in music. Which was, had, for my personal taste, I'm not a big fan of the whole psychedelic yeah. thing. Um, you had that happening, and this, it was like, this is a nice alternative. Mm-hmm. If you don't want, if you don't want, like, drug culture being being pinned on to whatever music that you're listening to um this is a great (laughs) this would have been a refreshing great alternative to the to the sort of hippie psychedelic thing that was going on yeah also i want to mention that the dancing at the end reminds me of peanuts cartoons so that must have been how people dance because that was at the same time when those were made true yeah mid-60s yeah love it yeah great stuff great great <laughs> stuff um oh, because it's so short i'm gonna pull up this uh live video just for a minute yeah i, 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 I want to hear some raw live stuff yeah this is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag wimpy 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 and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty ultra strong trash bag with new fabuloso lemon scent hefty 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 <sighs> Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a Hefty Ultra Strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This is the smell of a warm, three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. I'm not watching your you know, shitty I'm a, I'm bank a, commercial. I'm a live album kind of guy. Yeah. I want to know what the band is all about in that setting if I'm into it. Yeah. Sometimes it's even better than the studio stuff. Sometimes not, but yeah, I actually debated just going with this version. Really? Change of pace? Yes. Change of mood? Whatever this. Yes. 
Okay, here's both. weird presenters. A show this called the, the way first it is. Network appearance of a group of Georgia boys called the Occasions. They dropped into town this week to perform their first hit record. Their first looks like it's in Canada, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you said that. And to help us Canadian men oh. mourn the passage of yet another summer of fruitful girl watching. The girl is Sigrid Dyer. Oh man, That's amazing dancing. It's I'm a girl watcher. I'm a girl watcher. So it's they're cutting between uh, the live performance in the studio and of whoever this model is that they mentioned walking around the big city and they're following her. Oh man. A good performance though. Yeah. They sound great. I found the new pastime. taking photos of this woman. She's she's fine with it, I guess. She's loving it. I'm a girl watcher. they sound they sound great live. Yeah. Again, hot band. I'm assuming at this point if you're not the Beatles in 1968. Yeah. You're, you don't have endless studio time at your disposal. You've got to be able to do it pretty much live. Sure, yeah. So that, that says a lot for them. Yeah. And the fact that uh, that the singer's dance moves seem, to my eyes, seem to possibly be a big influence on Scott Weiland's later dance moves. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I that, see it now. That doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's one point. Another point for Donnie Weaver. There's many points. Look at that. Yeah, this is this is a good band. Yeah. Like it's did, did in your uh, investigation did anybody else did they probably just go on to normal lives or did anybody go into an actual uh, long-standing career in music? It seemed like a couple of the guys kept the guitar player and I forgot maybe it was the drummer. I'm I don't want to say I know it was the guitar player was the one who kept the band going until 2021, but it was like you know they're going to be at a festival or whatever, yeah. playing a bunch of covers and just so they're kind of like 40. the uh, the real life wonders from that thing you do. Yeah, yeah. So only one guy stuck with it, really. I think, unless you know, who the knows? other guy was calling him out about it on YouTube comments. Well, I mean, years he, so later. he's on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, can we tag him? Hell yeah, we can. Can, can we like somehow get through that? That he's the man. That he's that we're very much appreciating it. Yep. And we would like to. Well, of course we can. Contact Nick. this it's to the him. internet. Let's do whatever we want. Yeah. Let's well, get his ass on here. <laughs> I want. Come on, I Donnie. Wa- I want that. I want that to happen. It's All fantastic. Right. But the other thing that, uh, well, especially that, and I was going to bring it up uh, earlier, but that clip there just sort of reminded me of it, and it goes back to the Playboy days. It's like so we. We worked at Playboy, so yeah. surrounded by imagery of beautiful women. What would we do on a summer day at lunchtime? We would go and walk around Michigan Avenue watching girls. Like Donnie Weaver. Yeah, up and down Michigan Avenue. <laughs> because, a- you know, summer in Chicago, that shopping district attracted some... some uh, 
pleasing to the eye females and we would go partake in that every once in a while for lunch yeah leaving the playboy office the mecca of (laughs) womanhood uh, of uh, what what a, a, a guy appreciates about womanhood leaving that environment to, to go, go outside and to michigan avenue summer in chicago to get an eye full of real life women and engage in the pastime the new pastime to dwell on yeah <laughs> you know one time out there you said something about going to see beautiful women walking around that shopping district one time i saw rick fox did i ever tell you that story you, did, you mentioned that you okay. saw him i don't remember if you told the story i, I saw rick fox walking with his actress girlfriend or at the time or whatever rick fox might be the most attractive human being i've ever seen in person in my life and everyone around him was just turning like injuring their necks looking at rick fox right he's a striking human and he's tall wonderful teeth and hair perfect face handsome individual yeah so there you go there's some uh fox watching as well happening over there yeah, and, and that's the same strip where uh, Nick had his encounter with Paul Stanley, exactly. the diarrhea yeah. encounter. <laughs> well, among other things, the diarrhea encounter. <laughs> and then uh, on that strip was was the Cheesecake Factory where there was a scorpion sighting. Yes, what there was. Was that, was that um, you, Nick? Yeah, I have a photo. Okay. I saw them getting interviewed. I saw... Um, Klaus and Rudy. Klaus and Rudy possibly matthias i don't remember i i'll have to look at the photo and see if i could see a third person were they eating a cheesecake no but they were just sitting there on the steps and someone had a microphone in their face and they were just i I don't know what happened with that footage but they were sitting right outside the the bottom of the hancock building and i was like oh wow the scorpion that's so funny i worked there at that building and i used to I would in- intentionally walk up and down those steps to try to get my summer walk in and burn some calories. Yeah. Exactly the same place. With the little the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So I, I just, uh, while we were talking, I just subscribed to Donnie Weaver's uh, YouTube okay. channel. So be seeing Is there what, anything on it? Um, he's got a playlist of 150 videos and then a 268 favorite videos. Okay. Seemingly pretty active. All right. Well, that's um, good. This is all good news. I want to see his videos, though. I don't. I don't know that he's actually put out. Any Nick videos. wants to see his dick in a tight <laughs> pair of pants. So there we go. Try right. and I just want to contact see his, this man. His old dick <laughs> in the present day. <laughs> Well, it's that time of the show to vote. Sweet Surrender or Kick in the Crotch. I brought this song to the show, so I will vote first. And I will, of course, give it a Sweet Surrender. It's Sweet Surrender! Hell yes! A classic in my mind for many, many years. And like Nick said, I did think that this was a black group for the longest time. And I'm sure that was common with these guys. If you just hear it, it's got that vibe to it. Donnie Weaver's voice yeah. sounds that way. And then it wasn't that even that long ago. I would say within the past five years, I came across this video on YouTube. And I said, I'll be damned. Look at those guys. Not what I expected. Doesn't make a difference. It's a slam dunk either way. 
doesn't matter who's singing it, but I was just surprised to see that. Um, love this song since I first heard it. Always going to love this song. How did you happen to hear it for the first time? Uh, probably just oldies. Familiar with it from the oldies station driving around with our dad. Okay. So All right. Just, so just knew actually, it. Okay. Yeah. But And then it was like one of those things where, cover your ears, Donnie, once Napster came into play, illegally downloaded it in like 2002 or whatever it would have been. But then, you know, I've later gone on to purchase the album. I don't know if that makes a difference, but, you know, appreciating it uh, in many ways over the years. So there you go. Who wants to vote next? I'll go. Uh-huh. It's a very extremely sweet surrender. Woo! It's sweet surrender! Hell yes! Love it. Um, there's so much charm to it. Mm-hmm. It's not, like we were saying, it's, it's, it's not what people would say now about it. It's, it's a more innocent sort of a vibe. It's too, it's too good for this world, if you will, <laughs> right now in 2023. Um, with the dance moves, yeah, it made me think of um, they wouldn't fit in this month, but um, there was a, a group in the mid-60s that I think if you're enjoying dance moves in this sort of format, like a variety show looking kind of a thing, uh-huh. Look up Freddy and the Dreamers. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Do the Freddy is the song. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you guys might or might not be with that, but... Is there anything like Do the Urkel? It's uh, it's more more physically uh, taxing. I okay. would say more physically demanding, but... Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you enjoy that sort of thing, I would say yeah, Freddie and the Dreamers. Mm. All right, very enjoyable. But yeah, this this is great. I love it. Not one bad thing to say at all. Chris, uh, sweet surrender for sure. It's sweet surrender. Hell yes. So a sentiment that I've had ever since I first heard the song, not this song, but I'll. I'll bring it back around to Girl Watcher is, and I was seeing a lot of it uh, just out there in random discussions about the song that that, that echoes my opinion of it perfectly. And mm-hmm. as I've stated on on the show many times, that uh, you know when it comes to Van Halen, I'm definitely a Roth era guy. But uh, there are two Van Hagar songs that are in my top 20 Van Halen songs of all time. There was that thing and Eddie trunk put out a, you know, his top 20 and then asked other people to put theirs out. And I did that when it happened. And the one of them is summer nights off of 5150. And the reason why I enjoy it so much is because it just paints a picture Mm -hmm. and transports you right there into that summer scene of just, you know being out with your friends and having a good time and this song does the same thing it's just like it it plants you in in a a situation like up and down michigan avenue on a lunch break and just seeing these beautiful girls walk by and just you know feeling feeling great about it feeling happy and it, it just you know it's it's an upbeat uplifting song that 
I'll bring it up again briefly, but I don't want to dwell on it. But, uh, you know, nowadays the sentiment is, uh, would be like ostracized. And I think that's a shame. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens now. <laughs> All right, Hammond! I got a question for you. Paul Stanley needs to know. Should Soul Station... Should the, Soul Station cover Girl Watcher? Yeah. Did you get into Soul Station much? No. You tried? No. Not really. Yeah, no, I you, never really you investigated know, it, to be honest with I, you. I, I gave it a listen. Mm-hmm. I will say, as much as I do appreciate the genre, mm-hmm. um, the songs that he chose to cover... Didn't tickle you? Were none of... like. None that I can think of, at least offhand, um, were ones that were like favorites of mine. Like okay. there, there was something, something about the ones he chose that didn't didn't have a vibe that that matched up with with what I was hoping for. Well, you know, you gotta understand, Nick, that uh, when you're sort of venturing down that road of being sort of a retro cover act, uh, I would I would deem that a beginner's mistake on his part. <laughs> The song selection, <laughs> classic beginners' mistake. Exactly, but you know, keep at it, Paul. You'll you'll figure it out. You'll get there. Give him time. <laughs> oh, it's an so. inside joke, by the way, with uh, with Jericho. Hopefully, he hears that and appreciates it. <laughs> so, hmm. What do you think Paul Stanley thought of this? Was he into it? Was he not into it? It's hard to know. 1968. I could see Peter being into this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's something that literally just popped into my mind. Um, same type of exact same subject matter and a name that was mentioned on uh, as we were getting ready to record and I had the, the, the chase on Pretty Woman Roy Orbison yeah yeah it's another true. another story about yeah. a guy just Pretty Woman walking down the street that kind of like to meet you know it's the yeah. same vibe yeah. exactly. classic uh, subject matter He's doing the, uh, you know, his version of mm, 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 is the, uh, yeah, yeah, that, which I can't do. (laughs) I've never been able to do that. Andy will show off that he can do that as much as possible. I could. But how great was that when he, you know, for Orbison to to come out with that? I mean, that must have been somewhat scandalous at the time to to, uh, make that noise in the direction of of a woman. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Seas would have shot his pig noises out at the girl <laughs> as she was walking by. Oi! Oi! So weird. What a strange, strange performer. Very strange. But he's growing on Andy. He is. So. There's no question. The live show made him a convert, yeah. as it would at just about anybody, I would think. Mm. Once the dildo came rolling out. <laughs> yeah. Got my, I sat up straight in my chair. <laughs> I put my phone down. Yeah, they they, 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 they uh, bring out, the, as we've dubbed it, the C's saddle. Yep. Kind of like how they bring out the Stanley Cup. 
Yeah. <laughs> white gloves. White gloves and two uh, tuxedoed guys a come out carrying thing. a saddle wow. with a big dong if sticking out of the top. If it's ever it. at a Def Leppard show, Joe Elliott will put it face down the wrong way, just oh, like he did he the did. Stanley Cup. Damage the sea saddle. What a boob. Idiot. <laughs> That weird guy who uh, always has the Stanley Cup with that weird blonde hair. Yeah, looks like uh, the guy who owns the Raiders, Al Davis' <laughs> son. <laughs> All right. So it has to be unanimous. Let me know when your votes are in. Mine's in. Oh. Chris? Yeah, I'm in. You're in. My vote is in. I'll go first. Let's go Andy Nick, Chris. Rock. Roll. Boner. Oh, yeah. Weber, after he throws his next strike, should just turn on and go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> That would be better. Instead of uh, yelling at children in the audience, if he would just, mm, 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 it would work much better. But yeah, there you go. And, uh, it's, and too bad, uh, in, in working in reverse, uh, the singer of the uh, the occasions could have uh, done the kar- double karate chop move <laughs> around his huge dick, <laughs> bulging out I of those pants. The pants would have burst any sort of... Yeah, any, anything any, touching that any area, agitation. the fabric would have just ripped apart. <laughs> So maybe not the best decision. Unless he was opening for Marvin C's. That crowd would have been into it. Oh, yeah. Pants falling apart. They'd yeah. be happy to see his huge dick as we... <laughs> hey, man. What's wrong with us? The white boy from I mean, Georgia. He's packing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't look away. Did they have spandex back in those days? Was there any stretch in those pants? Or I is that just like fabric? Whoever invented it probably saw that lo- saw that performance and thought yeah. something something must be done. The, the prototypical moose knuckle out of that guy. Yeah, it really is. I love it? it. Yeah. Oh man. Can't deny that. Yeah, that was nice <laughs> on a snowy night to have a the breezy, summery kind of song that transports you to a better place. Yeah, that's you true. I love it. Yes, indeed. Well, if you disagree with us, we're sorry. That's just the fucking way it is. Just for the hell of it. Just a reminder. because well, he's gonna he'll 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 find fault and, and girl watch her for for something. Well, just, he's just not listening he this month, right? Well, that's what he claims. Yeah, but that's what he claims. He, I believe. Liar. I believe him. I don't know why, but I do. That's a mistake, Nick. Don't fall for his shenanigans and baloney. That's what he wants you to do. <laughs> hey, you know what time? Baloney nipples. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's got baloney nipples? I don't. Who knows? Well, I don't. Okay. I don't ponder what kind of nipples. <laughs> Chris Bob is Caruso casting had. aspersions, if you will. Yeah. I just. I can't hear the word baloney anymore without connecting the two with nipples. Yeah. That's fair. I thought you were. I thought you had a theory you were going to share with us, but okay. No. No I, theory. That is the theory. I, okay. I, just baloney and nipples. I, waste a lot of time thinking about things that is not one of them thank okay. god all right well um you know hey we've been doing this for 10 years coming and, up on it yeah and uh 
We've got a clip from our buddy Dave McEwen. Is that uh, right? It looks, sound, looks about right. Sounds about right. I'm not good at names, but hey, Dave, we know you. And here we go. Pop strikes ten. Must be Monday night. A decade of stupidity, but that's all right. Listen to Pound of Thunder tonight. Leave us a voice message tonight. G'day guys, Dave McEwen here, Sydney, Australia. That's good. Congratulations on the 10 years. It's an amazing achievement, fellas. I discovered the show through Talkies Jericho. Mm. Started with Strutter, episode one. Fell in love with it straight away. Wow. I sent you guys a message on Facebook a few episodes in to say I was liking it and then got one back from Andy saying, be warned about what Chris is about to say about Australia. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. We know Americans are just a bit jealous. Yeah. Being a giant Kiss nerd, I was very quickly addicted and listening every day, driving wherever I was going. I travel a lot for work. I travel a lot doing music. It just became the background noise of my life for a long time till I caught up with season one. I was the Kiss nerd that you guys would talk about sometimes, yelling at the screens, saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. But at the end of the day, who really gives a shit because it's just so damn funny. Since season one ended, I must say I enjoyed the listener submission list. Bit of a bitch. The only time I ever picked one of my songs, it was fucking Anvil. What's going on there? <laughs> I just suggested it to see if I could get Chris's head to explode. Yeah, it worked. The but hey, the worse the song, the better the episode, I always say. Mm-hmm. If you ask what pot means to people... Guys, you build a community whether you're meant to or not. My Facebook, I've got new buddies, names like Taco Bell, Brandon Furlong, Tom Codal, even the dodgy Caruso brothers. <laughs> not to mention you guys yourselves. It's always great to see you pop up and hit a like or something. I appreciate you guys have given me a couple of plugs over the years. That's always loved as well. Anyway, here's to another 10 years, guys. You've got to keep going now. We can't have the last memory be that ever clear crap. I'll keep representing on this end. You guys keep doing what you do. And by the way, Chris L., I want to see some video of you out playing the guitar. It's time you got back out and into it, son. And if you're ever in Sydney, boys, you'll ask for me. Cheers. Man. Thank you, David. Very sweet. Yeah. Lovely guy. Dave's in a great band, Simon Chainsaw. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so check them out if you check haven't. Check them out and um, appreciate the authenticity. He actually recorded the, his voice message with his head in a kangaroo pouch, <laughs> sounds like. So uh, you know, got some really good uh, reverberation, some wild birds. I was going to say, it sounded like there's some kind of there tropical was, birds. Yeah, there was a bird. Might yeah. have been a, just at the zoo one day and just decided to, you know, record the message. But. In the food court. Just <laughs> no, but that's got a few the peacocks around him trying to get your uh, fries or bits of hot dog bun. But that's great. I think the best part is that he—he's totally right about the, you know whether whether we intended to or not is uh, the community that's been built up here mm-hmm. is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. I gotta say, and uh, you that's know, true. anytime the dodgy Caruso brothers can be welcomed into somebody's social circle, that's that's a pretty much a miracle. I think. 
It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, but, no, but yeah, that's the best part. I mean, I, that's what I look forward to every week is the the, the usual spot suspects chiming in with the discussions and uh, you know, and and you know we'd be remiss if uh, we didn't just. Uh, thank uh our buddy jericho again for how many people have dis- you know given us the opportunity to be on his show and how many people found us through mm-hmm. that absolutely uh, avenue so yeah uh yeah these are great <clears throat> keep them coming and thanks again dave yeah. uh whether or not i'll get back out there who knows but um if if uh if it happens it will be it will be filmed and and sent your way so there you go. we'll see what happens stranger things have happened it's true all right if you want to be so kind and send us a message send it to pot of thunder at yahoo.com and maybe we'll play it Ooh, next week i don't know hey guys you got yeah, time whoever, who's gonna who's gonna be the 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 voice recording on episode 500 that's quite a feather in someone's cap yeah we're taking them in order so it's just uh, the luck of the draw or you know the luck of how you got in the queue or whatever but we'll find out next week 500 fucking episodes Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable isn't it insane pure insanity (laughs) yeah it really is quite a body of work i'm not saying uh whether it's good or not that's not for me to say but just as far as amount that's a lot well and i'm i'm posting you know which i'm kind of locked into this for the entire calendar year but i'm (laughs) every day i'm posting flashbacks to episodes that were were released on that date Mm -hmm. however many years in the past and you know some of these episodes i just completely forgot about you know especially the non-kiss ones i mean the kiss is we did every song so we know they're going to come up eventually but but i'm also reminded like some of the kiss songs i i they they just came and went out of my mm-hmm. memory banks like get all you can take was up yeah uh, as a flashback recently i couldn't tell you it, it, in the slightest way what what that song sounds like what the melody is just in in one ear and out the other well and the date of the release of this episode mm-hmm. might not be the exact anniversary of a of a rather infamous episode it's president's day oh it is the exact the, anniversary. the infamous president's day special mm. yeah i put that <laughs> out there today and people as we're recording it and um i i i begged the I posed the question is this the worst episode of of pot and that's uh, interesting and some people chimed in they loved it because it just came completely unglued and fell apart <laughs> mid-episode and you guys yeah. just soldiered on i don't remember what happened but that was with rich i remember yeah i remember and we the, just, and the we just talked for about six hours i remember the concept i just don't remember what kind of derailment I don't. I don't know, the but episode, there but. wasn't musical analysis. I don't think. I think it was Chris is not here with us this week. Yeah. Rich is with us. We're just going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned songs, obviously, but you didn't you know, like play segments and pick them apart from no. what I recall. It was a strange concept, but um, I saw some people who <laughs> I saw some people who. Uh, said something that i agree with that it is not the worst episode 
that would be the episode where Bruce Kulick was the guest. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, hey, that's yeah. that's exactly how I feel. Andy's not a fan of that one No, either. but someone else was yeah. felt the same way I felt. Yeah, we had to uh, do certain things to get Bruce on the show, and yeah, that makes sense uh, now that I think about it. That's and, right. And I don't mean that it was the worst before, like the idea. I just thought the way it turned out was not my favorite. Um, the idea was excellent, but... Back to the president's uh, mm-hmm. day. Rich just sent a message. He's watching oh. us live right now. Uh-huh. It was the best. It was the best kiss song for each presidential term okay. throughout their career. That's what it was. Yeah, eh, that's a good thought on paper. I don't. Rem- I remember I, having fun. Yeah, yeah, something to do. You yeah, know? I, I, I was. Rem- I was reminded <laughs> that I was. What I was. I was reminded I was unavailable because that's right. When, that was the week my mom passed away, mm. so I had other things to do. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah that makes sense but i don't know it is really interesting to see uh people's thoughts on episodes that happened years ago because a lot of our listeners kind of pick and choose or they go back in time and listen in order whatever it is and to us i don't know how you guys feel this is how i feel i don't often go back and listen to any of them not that i have anything you know i i just don't but it's interesting to be like, oh, that's what we were talking about, or oh, we made that joke. What the hell's? What were we thinking? Why did we? <laughs> well, what's wrong with us? With, with with the the pot against humanity exactly. cards being posted up, and it's like, why did we say that? Who said that? And what did it mean? Yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the lack of context more so than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we had the full story. That's, I think yeah. When that when that card game comes out, it's gonna be be great that will be my legacy (laughs) card game with full of uh ridiculous comments yeah just one after the other well there's an overabundance of that'd be fun to play yeah be fun to play that game at a a comic book shop or something get a table (laughs) no i don't know how this information i don't know how this information's being compiled but i think it would I don't want to add more work to anyone's plate, but it would be interesting if there was like a note on the bottom that said like episode 499 occasions girl watcher. Well, I think he knows uh, Camarado is doing all the legwork, which is incredible. But uh, he, I think he's kept pretty good logs of which uh, comment comes from which which episode. So I think that could happen. Okay. Um, but you know, because I think that would maybe just for me, it would be interesting. And then if you're so compelled by what you're reading on the physical card, you might go back and listen. Yeah. Say, why did they say this? And who said it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's time for a commercial break. Nick's favorite part of the show, right? Nick? Nick loves a commercial. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't get yards of questions. Motherfucker, I give them! Sing away. Yes, Chief. How about that indeed? Yes. Fireworks going off. <laughs> I heard a firework during the Super Bowl. One firework <laughs> during like... Was it especially loud or like a whistling one like that? I, it's a bit in the distance, so it might have been... Could have been a mortar, possibly. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe just a bottle rocket. But yeah, we're, it... <laughs> Sitting there, the Super Bowl's on the TV. Mm-hmm. Nothing in it's like second quarter. Yeah. Nothing in particular going on. Someone lights off a firework. I don't know. That's yeah, it makes you it makes you wonder. Yeah. What what are people celebrating over maybe, wherever that is? Maybe there's something else going on. Someone's birthday. Yeah, the people that really need a uh, an excuse to blow shit up. Yeah. I think not. Yeah. All right. I got one. I like it. Is it fresh or has it been in the uh, been in there for a while? What's today? Today's the 16th. This is from 10 days ago. So that's okay. pretty fresh. Yeah, pretty that's fresh. Good. Yeah. This one comes to us from our relatively new pal, Bev Paget. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Who who has a uh, That's not her name, right? What's her, what's her name? What was her new name that you gave her? Belle oh, Biv De- Bev DeVoe. <laughs> Something. If I'm not mistaken. Bev Biv. It was just Bev DeVoe. Yeah, I think it was Bev DeVoe. Okay, that was it. All right. So Bev says, Hi, my favorite trio. That's very sweet. Here's another random yard for you to mull over. Mm. Mm. Question mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question one. Have you ever walked out of a live show because it was truly terrible? Ooh. Walked out. See, I've never walked out of a movie. I know most, I did. most people. But trouble. <laughs> well, <laughs> you walked out of nothing but trouble. Oh, man. I've never done that, but I know it seems like if that question is asked yeah. most people have yeah. I never have I walked out of bringing down the house yeah. famously well it's famous because Chris it's on TV all the time apparently and Chris always sends me the the cable page on the the TV whatever the guide of bringing down the house yeah well, you, a, you know how it is I'm well I'm one of the few people left on the planet who still has cable but you know when, when a movie is in rotation on HBO they show it like 50 times in a month and then it's gone and, mm-hmm. and that one's on constantly yeah not as bad as i th- thought it was gonna be 
In fact, I kind of enjoy it. So it's I kind of you're wrong. Joke. I can't imagine it's enjoyable. How could enjoyable. it not be as bad? I, mean, I don't know. It's so bad. I was expecting it to be worse, let's put it that way. And I, I, to the point where I actually don't mind it. But anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, show, nothing but though. trouble. I, I was I showed up in the theater for that, and I, I walked out. That, that is so That's bad. Perhaps, How far into it do you think you made it, uh, percentage-wise or minutes, whatever you want? I I, I I remember seeing the digital underground scene in the courthouse halfway through. Maybe? I watched it once, and I almost it's perhaps the I worst, tried to block it the worst my movie ever made. Oh, it is astonishingly it's, it's, bad. It's so if bad. it's not the worst, it's it's oh. it's on the list. Well, I mean, and you have to... And it's a short list that it's on, too. Yeah, it's the worst. You know, obviously, you could find something that's poorly done that could but be considered But for a major worse. Hollywood yes, production. Major Hollywood production with stars in it. Possibly the worst The worst one ever. ever. Yeah. Yep. I don't think there's a debate. Terrible movie. I can't think of one that would come close. Give John Candy in your movie, and it's that bad. Yeah. And, I mean, people say Ishtar is the worst movie ever. They I haven't seen nothing but trouble. I never saw Ishtar, but I can't imagine it's as bad. No. It's as objectionable as, as Dan Aykroyd's uh, <laughs> oh. prosthesis Unbelievably. choice. Unbelievably terrible. But as far as a concert... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know of one that Nick walked out of. You, Because you walked out with me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll use it for mine. It was uh, 99. The... Um, I don't know what tour it was for Fishbone, but they opened. Yep. Watched them, of course. Yep. Stone Temple Pilots on the number four tour. Yep. Enjoyed it. Even though the sound was horrendous at this venue where we were sitting. Yep. The outdoor, the one in Tinley Park that we talk about okay, frequently. I know it's coming. And the Californication uh, Chili Peppers tour. Yep. We did walk out on that. We walked out. That's one. And we, we were pretty out. big Chili Peppers fans up until the Californication album and tour. Yeah, because I think we bought tickets to. We saw them at Bloomington at Indiana University, uh-huh. and I think our with expectations the with the Foo Fighters and Muse and Muse. And our expectations were very high, and I don't. I don't think they uh, met our expectations at that show. And did we already have tickets for the other one? Is that what it was? It could have been. And we. We were like, mm. and then once they were playing, we just realized we wanted to beat the traffic, which is not a good compliment to pay to a artist on stage. No, it's not. But I saw some. There were headlines going around about their Australia tour, where people were saying the same thing. Like recently, last week, yeah. Just not, not, not very yet. underwhelming performances. I've said it before, and I'll just say it again: they, the, 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 the popularity of the music warrants the big venues but the show and the sound do not fill up a big venue yeah so the thought of them playing at fucking soldier field or wherever they they're played or gonna play yeah i can't imagine it being any good it's no, just gonna be underwhelmed i've mentioned this before but they were absolutely in that prime form where they could have they filled United Center. Oh yeah. Sonically, you know, ticket-wise, on the One Hot Minute tour, they were it was a they were a force on that tour. At least the show that I saw, and the Woodstock show, with the same lineup, which was I I know before they kind of really gelled, but I think they were great on that with that lineup. Yeah. 
I, I would have to agree. I never saw them live, but uh, big fan of the Navarro lineup. Um, Did you say a show that you walked out of? Uh, I would. So I've mentioned it before. It's the only one I can think of, but I definitely walked out before the end of it. Was the Jimmy Buffett show they sent me to review during my summer internship <laughs> in Milwaukee? Yeah. I, I, I had second thoughts. I'm like, should I stay to the end so in case I miss something that I should mention in the review or in the article? But it just got to a point where I couldn't take anymore, and I was just like, fuck it. I, I'm taking. I'm rolling the dice here, but I, I I can't stand another minute of this drill. Something tells me there was no sort of shocking juxtaposition in the. In the, in the performance or the musical stylings? Oh, I wouldn't know because I left, but, uh, you know, went to the newsroom, filed my review, it got published, and didn't hear anything else about it, so I, I don't think I missed out on anything, but terrible. Just, uh, I, I hated every second being there. It was just a nightmare. It, that's my worst nightmare. Jimmy Buffett music. You left just before he rolled out the Buffett saddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Buffett inner tube. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm getting live feedback here from Australian friend Timmy. He says, Red Hot Chili Peppers, people were walking out because they were playing all the new album songs and people had no idea of the songs. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, that's another thing you can't do. They're, you're a legacy act. And they put out four out, al- well, two double albums in the last year. So yeah, that, which is great, but but it, you can't. Yeah. It, that's the other th- the, the, the the trifecta of being having a small sound, a small visual presentation, and the self indulgence of playing all deep cuts from your latest double album that nobody knows. That's the trifecta of a disaster right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. They don't care. Question two. Have you ever went to a live show where the support act completely owned the show, leaving the main act looking lackluster? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good one. Uh... Well, I'm gonna. I, I talk. I'm, I'm gonna say another one after this. Um, but the the one that I was when I when I saw that band, New American Shame, that I talk about was like. So the first band on the bill was Biff Naked, absolutely terrible, and, I, and this the the cult was the headliner. Okay. This is in '99, and we're just and and nobody had, nobody knew who New American Shame was, and we're just like so. And so we were expecting another band like Biff Naked. And it's like, how are we going to sit through another piece of shit before we get to the cult? And then New American Shame came out and just destroyed the place to the point where and and they did make the cult look lackluster because the cult was like reforming after taking a bit of a hiatus mm. and like Asbury was kind of he kind of had a gut on him he wasn't in very good shape and like he was wearing like sweatpants that the waistband would go under his belly and it was so visible odd choice and it's just like eh, this is not 
Ian Astray came to show, to see, and the bass player was Martin Lenoble of Porno for Pyros. Mm-hmm. Um, they they cycled through bass players ever since Jamie Stewart left. But uh, what year was this? Ninety nine. Ninety nine at House Blues, Chicago. And I know I always mention that, but that's the one that stands out to me. And the other one is, I wouldn't say they were, uh, um, they didn't make the main act look lackluster because the main act was King's X on the Faith, Hope, Love tour, and they fucking killed it for two and a half hours. But the opening band was the Eric Gales band coming off their first album that nobody had ever heard of them before, but they were like, the second coming of like band of gypsies Jimi hendrix incredible drummer and um oh and i just thought of another one another one that i talk about all the time uh when i saw alice in chains on the dirt tour uh screaming trees was the second band the first band was grunt truck some another seattle band they were pretty good screaming trees was fucking incredible Mm-hmm. And Barrett Martin put on one of the greatest drum performances I've ever witnessed. Just amazing mm-hmm. drumming. The whole energy of the band was off the chart. And then Alice in Chains came out on supporting Dirt, so at probably at their apex essentially. And that was right when Lane Staley had like broken his foot or something, so he would, he had to be on like a you know was leaning up against a stool on. Uh, as a front man and you know was definitely into into heroin at that time mm. and it was a great set but there's no way they could have measured up to what Screaming Trees did that night it was just a sensational performance Nick um you know I was I was just really cycling through a lot of shows I've been to um I'm gonna go with one that Andy mentioned already I'm gonna say not that not that the Chili Peppers were that lackluster uh, when we saw them in Bloomington. Yeah. But, and I, I Muse was the opening act. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them at all. Yeah. Foo Fighters were the highlight. Yeah. They, they yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was on, it, my Musically and also performance-wise. Performance-wise, yeah. yeah. I mean, Grohl had like a wireless setup. He ran all the way around the basketball court area. Yeah. Like, well, whatever. I mean, even larger than that. Yeah. The entire floor. Yep. He went completely around it. Yep. While playing, and and there was there a lot of energy. It was. Um, I haven't followed Foo Fighters too much. Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't bought an album of theirs in over twenty years. I've heard some things and you know whatever not haven't really caught my ear but the there's nothing left to lose album mm-hmm. i know it's regarded by a lot of people as like oh it's too poppy you know whatever the it's learning to fly yeah on it it's it's my favorite hmm. my favorite thing by them my favorite album so that was that tour so that came together too that was that tour huh i'm pretty sure yeah oh, okay wow yeah so, they were great i remember not really I mean I knew like their hits off of MTV and the radio but I wasn't a fan like I didn't listen to Foo Fighters at the time yeah I was like yeah it's it's gonna be hard to beat that yeah and it was yeah so I'd, I'd have to go with them 
Yeah. Question three. Have you ever been to a show which was recorded for a live video slash DVD? Oh, have I? I've been to two. Black Sabbath's last ever show on the end tour. And wow. I was at Donington 91 watching ACDC's legendary oh, performance. Man. I was 10 years old and it changed my life. <laughs> Jeez, awesome. Dang. Um, and while you guys think about that, Bev says, Love you guys, and I really felt honored to be the first message you read in your 10th year. Your friend, Bev DeVoe. Th- there you uh, go. Yeah, thanks, She Bev. got it. Yep. Thank you, Bev. That's very sweet. Um, Appreciate that. <laughs> the ones that I've been to are not as landmark <laughs> as the ones that she mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, I'm actually going to be guesting on a uh, podcast uh, in a couple of weeks. I don't know when the episode will be released, but more on that later. Um, and I will be discussing one that Andy and I were present for. That I missed out That Chris on missed out on. Andy oh, you're going to do a podcast about day. that? Andy and I took our future wives to that show, to yeah. the One Live Kiss. 2006. 2006. That's forever ago. And uh, the other one that that at least I can, that I know for sure that I was at was uh, there were, there was that Aquabats uh, live DVD that came out. Oh, yeah. Where uh, Andy and I and but friend of the show. I guess that counts, but it wasn't the whole thing. It was no, not like, the whole it thing. It was random clips from different tours and different shows. But there shows, were clips yes. that we were at, yeah. Yep. Um, which Brian Snyder, our friend, was with us. From episode hat, three or six or something. His, uh, <laughs> his University of Kentucky hat is featured uh, <laughs> during one of the songs. What a hat. There's, I say that because there was no reason for him to have a University of Kentucky hat but whatsoever. He, but, but he always wore it. He did. And it got it got removed from his head by the Bat Commander and worn for part of the song. Yep. And then returned. Mm. The only other thing I could think of, it's not... This isn't the same kind of thing, but it was it was a, a bit of a thrill. Um, was MTV News did a special on Woodstock, not Woodstock, on a Lollapalooza '96. Oh yeah, and it's on YouTube. I've seen it, um, but I remember we had it recorded off of uh, MTV on you know cassette. And uh, it's but I think it's like a half hour special. Much of it was uh, recorded at the what was the name of the town that we in Rockford Rockford I thought it was like some other no. suburb of there but yeah it was in Rockford Illinois yep. and uh, it like uh, I was very close for the Ramones and Cheap Trick sets and yeah. that's featured prominently in there we had that recorded right you said off the TV it's, a, it's on YouTube it is a, yeah, yeah that okay. special's on there okay so, yeah I remember watching that yeah more than once so that's a pretty cool one yeah Rockford home of beef <laughs> a restaurant that seems to be an independent Arby's. <laughs> I've been there. I'm saying. Yeah, it seems, you mentioned. Yeah, that the, the McDowells of Arby's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very odd but enjoyable experience to go to the Beefaroo. Chris. Yeah, I can't. I've been trying to think. I can't think offhand of of having attended a show that I know was. Uh, recorded for a live album um is that what that what it is yeah for a live album something yeah yeah, yeah or dvd think. or whatever you know some kind of live 
something that was released, yeah, by the artist. Uh, yeah, no, I can't think of anything offhand. I mean, the closest thing I got is I sold James Eha the guitar he plays in the Cherub Rock video. That's the closest thing he, I can think of. He came in theme. for a pack of strings and walked out with a guitar. <laughs> Chris got in his ear, emptied his bank account, <laughs> sent him packing. Sent well, him packing with an Epiphone. In a you'll thank me later. <laughs> well, no, the story goes that he, this, this disheveled little Asian guy comes in. I, I had no idea. I, I knew the pumpkins were. Corrigan used to come in all the time. But I wasn't super familiar with them. But so Eha comes in. I didn't know who he was, but you know he pointed to the, the, the triple pickup TV yellow Gibson SG custom shop that we had. It was way up on the wall. And he's like, "Yeah, can I uh, can I try that guitar out?" And not knowing who he was, I'm like, "This mother, this guy doesn't have two nickels to rub together. He can't afford that guitar. I'm not gonna." He's going to waste all my time. He's probably going to scratch up the guitar with his jacket. And I came this close to running him out of the store. And just miraculously, my sales training kicked in. And I hear the voice in my head, qualify the customer, ask questions, you know. And I go, yeah, that's a nice guitar, man. One of the nicest in the store. You got good taste. Uh, you playing a band around here or anything? He goes, yeah. I go, what's the name of the band? He goes, the Smashing Pumpkins. I go, let me get that guitar for you right away. So <laughs> yeah. He bought it. Like He plinked around with it a little bit, bought it, and uh, it's, uh, it's the one in the Cherub Rock video. That's cool. So, yeah. What do you think that thing cost back then? Oh, it was at least... Uh, I want to say close to three thousand bucks. Okay. So I don't. I I'm vaguely familiar with the Smashing Pumpkins as far as musicianship goes. When when he grabs a guitar at Guitar Center, what does he play? What's he doing? He just plunked. You know, starts finger tapping immediately. Yeah, I'm just like, well, what well, is, that's well, how does he test you know, it some out? Some guys do. You know, do their stun guitar yeah. licks and sit there <laughs> trying to impress everybody. He just plugged it in. You know, strummed a few chords, switched through all the pickups, just laid it for maybe a minute and a half. He's like, I'll take it. Yeah, it was what he wanted. He yeah. knew what he was looking for and wanted to make sure it worked. Yeah. Felt right. Just, you yeah, know, plugged into an amp, jammed out some chords, and that was that. Hmm. Yeah. Not that I'm James Eha, but I think I told you guys the story. The one time I bought an instrument from Guitar Center, I bought that Schecter bass that I have. Yeah, and I like I played it at another guitar center, but then when I went to go buy it, they already sold the one they had. So I drove to the Cicero location to get it. I called first, had the guy hold it for me. He had it, so I went and got it. And he's like, uh, like he brought it out of the back, and it's like that ponytail guy with you know like the short, almost like a mullet ponytail with a nerd shirt and just sure. that that kind of music guy of the time whatever yeah, yeah but uh he's like yeah man this is nice and he sits down plugs it in and starts slapping and popping on it i'm like what are you doing like <laughs> can i have can I, yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't need to see this yeah he's, he's playing the seinfeld theme at me when i'm just trying to get the guitar and leave yeah that's that's uh, that's a classic uh, wasting your time doing stuff i mean yeah. I, I talk about 
fat Stan all the time, but that guy couldn't play a note, and he was far and away the best salesperson because he didn't waste any time impressing people with how well he could play. He's just like, are you going to buy yeah. something or not? Yeah. There's, there's an it. I've encountered that myself over at... Uh, you get that vibe, like that music lab oh. sort of uh, crowd, which nobody will know what we're talking about, but that's a, that was a local that store. Was, that was the local music shop, basically, that when yeah. I, I got my Crybaby Wah right, at and, right. you know, early stuff, my little PV amp, my first one. Yeah. Um, that, you got a vibe when you went to that type of place that the salespeople... They're like gatekeepers we're, we're in, or something. Well, they're gatekeepers, but they're in direct competition with whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't yeah. they almost don't want you to be playing music. Yeah. They'd rather you they'd rather you didn't. Just get out. Because you're not gonna be as good as they well, are. And they, right, they're like sizing that. you up yes. as to whether or not you're good enough to even be purchasing something in there. You know, the first place I I got actually the the uh, s- store where I got my first guitars and took all my guitar lessons, they were actually pretty cool. They didn't do any of that crap. But there, were, there was another store up in Mount Clemens where I got, like, I bought a Les Paul there once. And it was exactly that. You walk in and, like, first of all, they ignore you. And then, you know, when you, when they fi- when they finally, uh, you know, stoop to speaking with you, they, you know size you up and and imply that you're not good enough for this guitar or you can't afford it or whatever it's like here's the money give me the fucking guitar yeah let me be on my way you know yeah and uh i don't know it's just a weird thing guitars or any guitar or music store vibe i'm sure it still goes on you know yeah i'm sure i told you that story i think uh, there's a music lab story with our friend Tom Howell, who used to be in a band with Nick and I, played guitar, still does in other bands, but um, he went into the store, and I forgot if it was a guitar or an amp, but he was looking at something, and the salesperson's like, I don't know if Tom had a Metallica shirt or played something, a Metallica riff or something, and the guy's like, you like Metallica? He's like, yeah, we're teenagers at the time, right? And he's like, you're never going to sound like Hetfield, dude. It's like okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, what? Where are you go? What? What? Where are you going with this? And wh- why do yeah. you think it's a good approach to <laughs> being a salesperson? It's, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. It's just being a jerk. No. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again to Bev DeVoe for your Yardo questions. And if you want to send the Yardo questions, go to potofthunder.com. Click that widget and send away. Not one, mm. not two, mm. 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 three. Exactly correct. The same amount of mm that Donnie Weaver gives. <laughs> Maybe that's an easy way to remember. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> if you did, mm, mm, that's, that's, then that's, it's mm, mm. yeah. <laughs> and mm is. It's just nothing. We don't yeah, want that. Yeah, you you're, you're you probably don't have the energy to hit enter at that point. Yeah, and some of you send some that are like, mm, mm, <laughs> mm, which is fun too. But it's funny to read those. That's some people. I often wonder. Not often. Let's face it. Not often. I sometimes wonder what kind of what kind of questions or comments is Andy 
shielding Chris and I from. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine not I'm, knowing. I'm taking if care of you guys. If you're shielding it from us, I'm fine with it. But I do wonder sometimes. What's Andy not letting oh, us hear? You know, I'll show you what, all the of yards. Them. Yeah, yeah, the ones uh, that I've never read. Yeah. That, that, what type that, that, of egregious uh, statements have been sent well, directly to Andy here? Yeah. There are some. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm protecting you. I'll take it. All right. Yeah. I don't need I, to I know. appreciate that service. You don't need that. Yeah. No. Alrighty, well. We got big 500 next week. That's right. Amazing. It is amazing. 500th episode. Wow. I'm excited to see what's going to be. Nick's picking the song. Will be a Lou Rawls song. We know that. So that's apropos for the occasion. Oh, did my song choice today impact your number one that you had before the show started it actually didn't because it's not too close okay to there are two main songs i'm kind of thinking it's the same album okay and no it it doesn't really uh intrude upon either i would say so it's it's gonna be a tough call okay all righty well until then have a good week we'll see you next monday You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.